uh, our correspondent who is uh, in London, Dan Whitehead, for reaction on this. Dan, a very good afternoon to you. This has obviously been a culmination of a long rumoured deal between the two companies and uh, is set to be the, the largest deal in the UK's history. What has been the reaction thus far to the in-principle deal? Well, good afternoon to you. Well, <coughs> yes, there's been no formal um, reaction. I spoke to a uh, spokesperson from FAU Unilever uh, earlier on today, of course, who are headquarters, headquartered now here in central London. Um, they were reluctant to really um, give much more than the official statement which has been given, which was uh, the, the, the board from the two firms saying that they had now reached agreement in principle, of course, those are the key words, on the key terms of a possible recommended offer. <coughs> Pardon me. And I think... Um, until that deal is signed and sealed, which is expected uh, to happen at some point after the 28th of October, uh, there will be no major reaction from the company. They're very wary that there is still uh, a fair few hurdles to jump. And as your reporter was mentioning uh, there, those hurdles really surround the monopoly and competitions regulators right around the world uh, and just what they will make of this deal. Currently, uh, AB InBev, uh, based in Belgium, but very much obviously a global uh, brewery, uh, is the biggest uh, beer company in terms of global market share. It holds 20.8% of the global market. FAB Miller uh, holds 9.7%. So if the takeover goes through, you're looking at the world's biggest uh, brewer uh, with uh, one in three beers in the world being made by that new company. So there certainly will be a lot of scrutiny from the regulatory boards uh, as to the concerns you've been hearing of there when it comes to monopoly and whether it comes to competition commissions uh, over just how big and how powerful that company would become. Mm. And Dan, what people are also not talking about or realising is the fact that uh, AB InBev has uh, Pepsi bottling operations in Brazil and some parts of Latin America. And of course, SAB Miller is a big Coca-Cola bottler here in Africa. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, the, I, I've spoken to analysts uh, in the last few hours who say that their shared interests um, do actually uh, make sense. This deal does make sense. Uh, for each firm's aid. It'll uh, reduce costs drastically. And many, uh, both companies are running operations um, which are, are doubling up. So in financial sense for both firms, it makes a huge amount uh, of sense. It also opens up a, a number of markets which, for instance, AB InBev uh, aren't in yet, mainly Africa. And Africa really has been one of the big uh, talking points about this deal, uh, regardless of the the influence and history that FAB Familiar, of course, has within South Africa. Uh, African brands of FAB Familiar are going, were key to really getting this uh, deal locked down. A key piece of the deal is actually uh, what Carlos Britta, the chief executive at AB InBev, uh, said. Uh, a key piece of the deal was the Africa market. Uh, and with a growing population uh, in Africa who will become of the legal age limit for drinking. That's something that will be very lucrative uh, for both uh, of the companies. So when it comes to a financial sense for both firms, this deal makes a huge amount of sense to cut down on doubling up, reduce costs, uh, and uh, at the end make a higher profit margin, which of course is their aim. Mm. And just very briefly, Dan, what are uh, people in the UK saying, especially the consumers, uh, do they feel like ultimately this will be uh, in their favour? 
you know what? I think uh, realistically that it may, may well not make a huge amount of difference to them. It is amazing when you look through the list of brands which these two companies currently own. Uh, Peroni, Growth, Budweiser, Stella Artois, Corona. Uh, brands which have very strong identities for consumers, certainly here in the UK. And very interestingly, uh, each of those brands which I mentioned have very strong connotations as to where they're from. People just presume Corona is a Latin American Mexican brand. Budweiser, of course, known as the American beer. Peroni, the Italian uh, beer. And it'll be very uh, key for uh, the company, whichever this new company is, and whatever status it has once the takeover uh, is confirmed, if it is confirmed, it'll be very key for them to maintain a clear brand um, rather than cut down costs too much and start merging it all. You've got a lot of brands there which are very um, specific to each of the countries they're sold in, and the consumer certainly won't want to see any major change when it comes to the drinks they order at the bars and pubs here in the UK. Thanks a lot, Dan, Dan Whitehead, as our correspondent speaking to